welcome to the Her Head and Films podcast. It's me, Caitlin, your host. If you're listening to this, you'll probably be able to tell that I have not actually done this podcast in a few years. I wanted to create an episode, a short episode, that explained a little bit about why that is and where I'm at in my life right now and where else you can find me, other things that I'm working on. I made the decision in late 2021 to first step back and take a break from this podcast. I started it in 2016 and did it from that time to 2021. I started the podcast when I was about 27 years old and then ended it when I was about I guess 32. And I did it for five years of my life. I think that sometimes things run their course. And I got to a place with the podcast where I didn't feel like it was enhancing my life or contributing to my life the way that it once did. I went through a lot of experiences starting in 2020 that really destabilized me and I was not in the place to continue creating episodes when I was going through a lot of inner turmoil. In 2020, in a way, that year is like year zero or something for me. It is a year where my life radically changed in multiple ways, in ways that I am still coming to terms with. And when I stopped doing episodes, I knew that that was the best decision for me. It was the best decision for my well-being. And I knew that there was no way that I could continue to create episodes when I was in turmoil struggling with a lot of feelings and experiences, I knew that I had to go within and I had to find a way to save myself, to become stronger, to make important changes in my life. And I've done that. And the last few years have been very transformative. I wanted to do this short episode just to assure people who might be out there and wondering how I am, that I am okay. And that there was a lot of pain that I went through the last few years, but I have taken a lot of those experiences. I've grown, I've transformed, and I'm in a better place in my life than I've been in a really, really long time, in many, many years. Probably since before my father died. I'll be honest with you. And my father died when I was 16. So what happened is that in 2020, my mother's health started to decline and I became a caregiver for her. I still am. And that's my daily life right now. It's not easy. It's difficult. It's painful. I choose not to go into a lot of details about it, but that's the main thing that I guess I'm dealing with right now. And all of that started in very, very early 2020. The pandemic happened 
as we all know, <laughs> starting what around March 2020. And that was a very difficult, disillusioning, frightening experience. I know some people have basically kind of gone back to normal or gone back to the way life was before the pandemic. Uh, for me, it really changed. It, it was like a seismic event for me and it changed things for me, the way I saw the world. And it was really difficult for me, I'll be honest, and very disillusioning. And the third thing that happened, all of these things converged in one year. I met a man who I was completely undone by. I felt so much for this man and he did not return that in the least and it completely shattered me and I have had to rebuild and recover from it. It was so heartbreaking and gut-wrenching but I'm past it. I'm on the other side of it. I know there's people listening who will understand that feeling of meeting somebody and feeling completely just like a lightning bolt has hit you. And that's what happened with this person. And I felt so much for him. And the experience broke me. It broke something inside me completely. And I'm not who I was before 2020. There's me before that year and there's me after. And I walked away from the podcast in 2021 because I realized that I could no longer create these episodes because I didn't know who I was anymore. I still don't fully know who I am. A lot of things came to the surface. They erupted out of me because of the things, all of the things that were happening starting to take care of my mom, dealing with the pandemic, feeling so much for someone who could not return it and give it to me. And all of these things, plus I entered my 30s. I was 31 um, when I met this person, you know. I was 31 in 2020. You know, I was single didn't have a partner, didn't have a, any children. I don't have much connection with my family. I didn't have a big support system of friends at the time. And I really started to feel like, what have I done with my life? I think that's a big thing that happens when you get into your thirties. What is going on? Like, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? What am I here to do? I had a lot of this trauma from, from my childhood when I was a teenager and lost my dad, which I've talked about in a lot of episodes when I was 16. And in a lot of ways, from the time I was 16 to the time I was 31, I was almost like the walking dead, I think. I was sleepwalking. I was drowning. I was in pain. I was so painfully alone and isolated because of depression, social anxiety, 
agoraphobia, things that I've brought up, a lot of trauma that I didn't know how to bear and I didn't know how to carry it. And I was sort of buckling under all of that for many, many years. And then 2020 happened and I feel like the moment I met that person and that lightning bolt happened, it was like I woke up and it's almost like I came alive again. And he didn't love me back and he didn't feel any of that for me. And he hurt me. It was very heartbreaking when it wasn't returned. But it's like when I met him, like all this love just came out of me. I just wanted to love somebody. And I feel like it just brought me alive <laughs> in a way that I had never known before and never felt. And I'm past it and I'm on the other side of, of that particular experience that was so shattering and crushing. And when I was in it, I was in so much pain for so long about it. I couldn't accept it. I couldn't let go of him. I became almost possessed by this thing. But now that I'm on the other side of it, I can look back at it and I can be so grateful for it because I woke up and I feel like I got a second chance at life and I started to live. I started to fight for myself. I started to fight for my life. I started to love myself and connect to myself. I think I was very numb for a long time and disconnected and sort of losing myself and addictive behaviors. And I was just drowning. And after that experience, not just of what I felt for him, but becoming a caregiver seeing the way the world changed, seeing the way everything changed. For me, it was sink or swim. It was like I had to find the tools to save myself because I was in so much pain. I was suffering so much because of all this, because of the heartbreak, watching my mom suffer, like all these things converged. And I, I could not get in my bed and just never leave again. I had to find a way to put one foot in front of the other and keep living and keep going the last few years because there has been so much pain. It was a pain I wasn't even prepared for. Like I thought I knew pain because I lost my dad when I was young and I was totally abandoned by a lot of people. And very hurt and just, I felt like forgotten by the world. I thought I knew pain. And nothing prepared me for everything that happened all at once in 2020. And it has forged me. It has changed me. It has transformed me. I feel like I was just thrown into the fire or into a crucible or something. And it was like, you either find a way to rise from this and survive it or you're not going to 
And I had to find a strength inside myself that I did not even know existed. I never used to think I was strong. I used to think, oh, I went through so much and I gave in. I gave up on life and I went to all the wrong things to try to cope, all kinds of addictions. And, you know, I just buckled and I was crushed by life. I used to kind of see myself that way. And what's happened the last few years is that I did find a strength inside myself. And every day, I find that strength because my mom needs me because I want to live a different, I want to live. I don't want to drown anymore. I don't want to be sleepwalking anymore. I want to be awake. I want to be alive. I want to be here for a long time. I wanted to be in the past. I wanted to be with my dad again. I wanted to be a kid. I wanted to be in my childhood. I just wanted to like, run from everything. I wanted to hide. And I just wanted things to go back to the way that they were. And I didn't really want to be alive. Because I was in so much pain and I missed my dad so much. And I just didn't even want to be here. And I didn't know how to accept my life. I didn't know how to even connect with life. I think I was trying through art, through poetry, through cinema, through music. I mean, I, there was a life force in me through writing, through everything. I, I was always trying to. I think art has always been very powerful for me. That's what's kind of kept me alive at times. But there was a life force. There was something pulsing or pulsating inside me and kept me alive for all these years. But I was still so numb and so scared and so disconnected from my body, from, from life itself, from other people. And I think I finally accepted that he was gone. I don't know if that makes any sense, but it was like, I think for a long time, I didn't really accept that he was dead that he was really gone and that this was my life now. And I just lived in, in death. I just lived in depression and pain. Right. And I could not feel that life force in the same way. And then all of this happened in 2020. And it's like, I could feel that connection to life again to nature, to the world. Like I finally chose to live. I finally chose to be in this life and to accept this life, this moment, this day, this present. And I think in a way I've started to move past the past that for so long I was so nostalgic and so trapped in the past. And I could not get past it. I was like trapped as a 16 year old girl in that grief, in that pain. And I was stuck for a really long time. And what the heartbreak did and what the turmoil of, I guess, all of that did 
is that it stirred me. It sparked me. It like shook me. I mean, it shook me. I was shattered and something was shaken inside me. Almost like an earthquake happened the last few years. And it jostled me and finally dislodged me from the past, from the obsession with the past, with the just total obsession. I mean, that is the only word. The No, the imprisonment. The imprisonment of the past. And I finally woke up to now. To this is me. I am a woman in my 30s. I am here. I am alive. This is what's real. This is what I have. And it would not have happened if I hadn't had my heart broken. And so the great irony is that this person not loving me was actually like a gift because the pain woke me up. The pain, or not just the pain, the love that I felt, even though he didn't want it. And it probably wasn't even rational. <laughs> I don't know why I felt so much for this person. You look back and you're just like, why? <laughs> why did I respond this way? But something needed to happen. I truly believe that I needed to wake up and this is how it happened. Was this heartbreak was like, that, that is what woke me up, connected me to life, connected me to the love inside myself. And it changed me forever. And I am not who I was. I'm, I'm not necessarily the person who did all those episodes. I'm different now. I, I have different thoughts, different feelings about things, but the important part and the thing I'm trying to share is that I'm finally living my life and I'm finally alive and choosing life every day and choosing to take care of myself, to love myself, to have people in my life who love me and care about me. And I'm grateful that that my heart was broken in a weird way because it forced me to finally live and to save myself. I had to face all this pain and not drown and not buckle and not give up, but to actually feel it, to not run from it, to not numb myself, but to actually feel it and know that I could live through it and I could survive it. And all this love was generated. And all this love just came breaking out of me and it's still there. All this love and all this life finally erupted out of me. And I can only be grateful. I can only be grateful for it. And it changed me. All of it has changed me. There's pain, of course, and there's also beauty. Because that's life. Life is all these paradoxes that we can't make sense of. And I'm still taking care of my mom. I'm still surviving each day. I certainly don't want to make it seem like I'm on cloud nine <laughs> and my life is perfect. 
I'm very behind other people in a lot of ways because of the trauma that I went through. And I feel like I lost a lot of my life to trauma. I lost pretty much my late teens and my entire 20s. It's almost like that decade has been wiped out. And I wake up as a woman in my 30s and I'm, I've got a lot to do. I've got a lot to change. I've got a lot to try to do in my life. Um, and that's scary. I don't necessarily have a lot of resources and support, but at least I'm awake and I'm in the present moment. And I actually have dreams for my future. I actually am thinking about what kind of life do I want to live for a long time. I, I didn't even think I'd make it to 30. I didn't think I would, to be honest, I didn't know if I'd make it to 20. So for me to make it into my thirties is a miracle in many ways that I am here. And I just wanted to share all of this in case somebody's listening, who's been through similar things and feels like the clouds will never lift that they may never connect to life again. I can't make any promises, but I am in a better place emotionally than I have ever been. Even though there are painful things happening in my life still, what the difference is, is the way that I'm handling it, how I'm coping with it, if that makes sense, that I am surviving, but I'm also living and I'm doing things to take care of myself and to try to have a better life. And I, I meditate, I practice mindfulness, I take better care of my body and my health. I have friends. I have a really nice circle of friends. Bell Hooks calls it a circle of love. I have a few select people in my life who care about me, who are there for me, who listen to me. And I have like consistent support and care in a way that I did not have for much of my life people who I really click with, people who I really connect to. It was something that I always searched for and it's something that I didn't have until I got into my 30s and as a result of the pandemic when I became closer to people. And the thing is, is that when I met that man and felt so much for him, like I said, it released all this love and it made me more open to people. I had sort of guarded my heart a lot and walled myself off from people for a while. And as a result of that experience, I was more open to forming friendships and I found really good people. And over the years I've, I've found a few and I've really nurtured and cultivated those friendships and they have been so important to me. Um, I still have a deep connection to my mom, of course, as I'm taking care of her and all of that. And I'm watching films, I'm reading books, I've started to really limit social media and make that as small a part of my life as possible. And that's only had really positive effects for me. 
And um, yeah, you know, I write, I read, I listen to music, I do nurturing, nourishing, positive things for myself. I have different hobbies, um, just different things that I've gotten interested in. I am in a more place, in a more positive place mentally and emotionally, and I am finding ways to cope better with life, with pain, and really connecting to the present moment, to the body, being in my body, connecting to my body, practicing compassion for myself, having love for myself and love for other people. And making sure that I have good people who are supportive and caring toward me in my life. There's all kinds of good things that have happened for me the last few years. So there's been suffering and agony. And then there's also been beauty and growth and transformation. And those things live alongside each other. They are paradoxes. And sometimes it's difficult to hold those things that... One of the most difficult periods of your life can also lead to profound transformation. That not being loved by someone can actually be a gift. These are difficult to reconcile at times, but they are the truth and the reality for me in my life right now. That a lot of pain happened and it forced me to change. It forced me to get on a better path. It, it forced me to grow and to change and to transform and all of that. And so there's been heartbreak and there's been connection. There's been suffering and there's been peace. There's been all of these things happening the last few years. And I didn't know how to put that in episodes. And I didn't know how to talk about any of it. And it was for the best that I walked away from this. It was, I mean, that's a paradox that letting go of something that I was passionate about and I cared about was actually the best decision that I made because I put a lot of time into those episodes. They took a lot of time and work and energy and I was able to channel and redirect all of that energy and focus and all of that time into these other things, into saving myself, into cultivating different hobbies, putting time into my friendships, putting time into art and reading and, and stuff like that and writing. I've been writing more. There's no way I could have been doing episodes while I was undergoing all of these changes. And when I was in turmoil and unraveling and having a breakdown, there's no way I could have been putting thoughts together about some films. I didn't even understand what was happening inside me, and I couldn't put it into language for a long time. I did a lot of writing. I did a lot of, I guess, inner work. I, I don't want to use self-help language or anything, but I did have to find ways to to cope, you know, things that I've had to do, like meditating and things, you know, breath work and things with the nervous system and things like that to find peace inside myself and inside my body. I had to focus on my well-being 
I had to focus on boundaries. I had to focus on taking care of myself truly and caring about myself and not not numbing myself not using really bad things to cope with the pain and i'm proud of that i'm proud of the progress i've made i'm proud of the changes i've made and how i took these experiences and really tried to to grow and to not be completely destroyed by all of it it hasn't been easy i've gone through periods of intense depression i've still had anxiety all those things but i'm coping better and i'm just taking one day at a time and that's all i can do and it's a cliche but it's true you know it's one breath at a time at times it's one hour at a time and I just keep doing my best and I try to stay connected to life, to the present. And so that's my update. That's what I'm up to. And I'm okay. I'm okay. And I went through a lot of pain, but I've grown from it. And I am a different person. And that's also been why I've not been doing the podcast. Because I think a part of me doesn't quite know how to do it anymore i'm very different and i don't know what to do with it so i don't foresee any new episodes or anything like that i won't close the door entirely but i have to continue to be away from it and keep my distance from it for now I'm on social media. I'm on Instagram and Twitter, even though I have a love-hate relationship with social media. I am doing a newsletter, and there will be links for you to look at all that. The newsletter is basically just my website. I transferred my domain over to Substack just because I like the interface, and I like how the how it looks, and I like that the posts go to people's inboxes. So you can sign up to get newsletters or get updates that way. Um, I'm writing more. I'm on Letterboxd and I'm definitely trying to write about films more and trying to explore different things through writing. I've always been a writer. I've always loved writing. And so that's something that I'm that I'm doing right now. And I'm just exploring different directions exploring different things beyond just this podcast and so i do post a bit on social media though not a whole lot anymore um and so i'm still active i'm still watching films and i'm trying to share those thoughts in different places and you can engage with that if you'd like to I have the archive up of this podcast, of course, and will continue to keep it available. But I am still navigating everything that's happened the last few years. I'm navigating what it means to be a woman in my 30s, to be without a partner, to be without children, to be without a family in a lot of ways, which is what a lot of women my age have. And I'm dealing with things around body image and how I feel about myself and things to do with self-love and how I see myself and um, 
that's a journey a journey to like inner peace and like trying to accept myself and love myself and work on my self-esteem and my confidence and I'm trying to think about what I want to do with my life going forward what kind of future I envision for myself what ways I want to contribute to the world what I want to offer beyond just things with film or with the podcast I'm you know, connecting to myself as a writer and thinking about what, what do I want to write? How do I want to write about film? How do I want to engage with film? So a lot of things like that. And, um, I woke up, but it's hard to wake up. It's hard to change. It's hard to realize that the way you were living was not sustainable. And I wake up and I'm, I'm alone in a lot of ways. I'm a woman in my thirties and I'm behind other people in a lot of ways. And I have a lot of catching up to do. I have a lot of living to do because I lost so much time and I lost so much of my life to the trauma and the grief. And I share it because I think there are going to be some people who can relate to that where you wake up and you're like, how did all those years go by? What did, what have I done with my life? And maybe people can relate to that of whatever ha might've happened where you just feel behind and you feel like, well, what am I going to do now? And a lot of it's still up in the air for me. I have had these fears of like, have I wasted my life? And what did, what have I done with my life? And I think in a way it's the wrong question. It's not what have I done with my life, but what am I going to do with my life? Because I still have time. I think society makes us feel like, oh, if you're a woman, particularly you get in your thirties, like, oh, you're, you're over the hill or right. It's like, or you should have all kinds of things completed by the time you're 30. And I think as we get older, I think we get deeper. I feel like I'm, I feel like I've become much deeper emotionally. I feel more soulful. I feel more connected to myself. I feel like in a lot of ways, I'm only starting to just know myself in my thirties. And I feel like I'm only now starting to live in my thirties. And that's very different for a lot of other people. They, the best time of their lives are their teens or their twenties. That was not the best time of my life. I was burying my father and then I was burying myself in all kinds of things, in addictions, in numbness, in oblivion. And that's what I was doing for a really long time. I wasn't really living. I didn't feel alive. I was just trying to survive. I was crawling. And now in my thirties, I feel like, oh, now I'm starting to live. You know, I'm writing more than I ever have writing more than probably the last time I was, I was writing like this was when I was a teenager or something I'm writing, I'm learning about myself. I'm, I'm connecting to life. I'm trying to read. I'm just trying to, to do very nourishing, positive things for myself. And I feel like this was an awakening and not everybody gets it. 
I mean, as painful as it came through such terrible pain, it came through that heartbreak. It came through the wounding. It came through being wounded. It didn't come through falling in love and somebody loving me back. It came through total, almost annihilation. It was so annihilating what I felt. But not everybody gets to wake up. Not everybody has the awakening. And I have to be grateful for that. Not every, it does not come for everybody. Some people go their whole lives in that sleepwalking, in that numbness. And I got a second chance. That's what I feel like. I got a second chance at life. Yeah, my 20s are over. And my teens and those were supposed to be the best years of my life, but they weren't. They were not the best years of my life. But I have today, I have right now, and I can start over. I can start again. I can start to live. I can have a second chance. It's not over. You know, life is not over. I think for a long time, I thought my life is over. My life has ended with my father's death. It's all over and it's not over. And the love that I feel, that's also connected to my father. That's the love that I felt for him too. That's the love he gave to me. And for a long time, because he died and because it blew me apart and destroyed me, all I could feel was the grief and the pain of it and the absence of, of this man who I adored and loved and one of the only men who ever loved me or the only man who has ever loved me. I couldn't live without him. I couldn't live at all. And... I forgot or I I couldn't feel the love anymore. And it was like all of this happened with the heartbreak and everything. And it's like, oh God, the wound, the wounding that happened. But the love got in, you know? I mean, it's cliche, Leonard Cohen, right? There's a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. But maybe that's also how the love gets in. These cracks and this wound and this shattering, it let life in and light and love and I got broken open and I needed to be broken open so that all of that could get in because I had walled myself off and things weren't getting in anymore and I was just dying. I was just dying for years and years. And so when the shattering happened and the wounding happened, all of this stuff got in. But it's also like a lot of it was already there inside me. That love was always there. The light was in there and the life, the life force was in me as well. All of it was there. I could not make contact with it. Until all of this happened, all of this pain, and then it's like, well, you have to find it. 
because if you don't find it you're not going to survive and you're not going to get through what is happening to you it was it was like life or death for me and i chose life finally and i will not look back and i will not go back to who i was i refuse I refuse to go back to that version of myself. It does not honor my father. It doesn't honor me. I'm here. I've made it. I'm surviving. I'm living. I want to contribute things. I want to be here. I finally want to be alive. And for a long time, I didn't. And I felt like I was half alive or I was sleepwalking or I was pretending. And it's like, no, I feel it. I feel the beauty of life. I feel the love inside me. I feel the connection with my dad. I feel the connection to his life, not just his death. And I want to live. I want to live for him. I want to live in memory of him, in honor of him. I want to make him proud. I want to make my mom proud. I want to help other people in some way. I don't know how that's going to happen. I'm here. I'm still here. And I guess that's why I wanted to record this is that I wanted to say it. I'm still here. I stopped with episodes. I don't know what will happen with that. But I am still here. And I'm proud of that. I'm proud to be here. And I'm happy to be here. Finally. <laughs> And it took me a long time to get to this place, but I've still got a long ways to go. I'm on a journey. I am on a journey and that journey started in 2020. So I had to wake up. I had to face a lot of things and I'm still facing them. I'm still coming to terms with certain things. I am still struggling some days, but I'm here. I'm still here. And so I wanted to update people, and I hope that it's illuminating in some way or helpful. And that's where I'm at on my journey and on my in my life. Um, as cliche as some of it probably sounds, I'm on my healing journey or whatever, <laughs> my self-discovery journey, my individuation. I think that's what's happening as well. Um, if any of you are into Jungian psychology or depth psychology. I am individuating, I think, in a lot of ways. And yeah, and I'm writing and I'm still sharing. And you can follow me on those channels if you want. Working on things, thinking about the future, what I want to do. A lot of things are still up in the air. And there's a lot that I still need to do in my life. But I'm going to keep trying and I'm going to keep doing my best. And I'm going to keep trying to contribute what I can to the world in some small way. I appreciate anybody who's listened to this. And I appreciate all of you who listened over the years. Appreciate those of you who have followed my journey. Um, it was dark for a while. I think for a bit, my journey, I didn't know where it would lead. And I, I feared that it was going in a dark, dark direction. And it was, it, I was on a very self-destructive path. I was on a dark path. Um, 
a lot of self-hatred, a lot of shame, a lot of depression and pain and just disconnection and numbness. And I think I was hurtling toward possibly a very dark ending or a dark place. And I took a different path and I took a better path, more positive, uh, and I chose life. That's all I can say. And, um, I choose life every day. I wake up, I wake up and I just want to connect to life and I want to find beauty and peace. And that's kind of my goal is just to find joy, find peace, find beauty, put something good out into the world if I can. Hopefully I can affect people and touch people. Just please don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on life. And I'm not going to like say it's all going to be great or perfect or anything. But keep going. I'm glad that I kept going. I'm glad that I made it to my 30s. I'm glad I made it to now. And as painful as some of this awakening has been, I'm grateful that it happened. And I'm grateful that I can share it with anybody who's listening. But, um, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. And I appreciate you listening. I don't know when we will meet again. <laughs> but follow me on my different channels if you want to. And um, we'll see what the future holds. And, yeah, until next time, keep watching great films.